Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Hi there, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So today, we're going to be talking about the idea of busyness and why we love to be busy. Why do we equate busyness with results, with progression, and with doing something? So I would love to invite you to join me as we delve into what are you busy about? And yeah, let's let's look into that. So I'll see you on the flip. Thank you for joining me on the flip. So let's get into it. I want us to consider this question. What are we busy about? Now, a few days ago, I told you about some of the things that I have learned to do when trying to change my behavior and change myself, and that is to do away with the word why. When I am querying myself, querying, you know, uh, in journaling and prayer and meditation, I have learned to fight the desire to ask why is something happening and instead supplant that with who do I need to become to get what it is I want to accomplish and what do I need to do to have what it is I want. And I, I'll i be honest with you today. Oh, today was different. And today was different because this was my first day outside since I have quarantined. I don't know how I was able to do it, but I was inside for almost two months without going to the grocery. Well, I did stock up a lot, but still, come on now almost two months. But anyway, so I went out and I tried to, you know, socially distance as much as I could. could. And I'm going to tell you some people, they don't understand what six feet mean, but I digress. Let me get back on to <laughs> asking, what are we busy about? So what the, the point I'm trying to make is, is this, and that is that um, being sequestered for seven weeks uh, of uh, just working and, and trying to find my rhythm in a new world that was changing all around me, I was reminded because of being, you know, having to sit still, I was reminded that we truly are human beings first instead of human doings. And I am, I'm dealing with that right now because there's a lot of guilt that comes up with, oh, well, you're not moving and doing and being out and about like you normally would be. And I think that I'm kind of like, 
it's better for me than most people because of the fact that before the pandemic really hit in the United States, I still was a work from home kind of person. So I can only imagine the degree that this might be hitting a lot of other people who have uh, been so over (laughs) being locked up in a house. So I was asking myself, what am I, where is this coming from? And what, why am I trying to be busy? Uh, Besides, you know, uh, income and that kind of stuff, but just the other stuff. What, what, what is it that gets me to, you know, the itchy twitchies and wanting to move and all this kind of thing. And lo and behold, it is almost like, are you freaking kidding me? I'll have some type of thought about something or get something in my brain dump when I'm I'm doing, you know, my uh, journaling. And lo and behold, I'll see an article or someone writing on something similar. And it, it's just wonderful when you experience kismet and you know that you're truly connected. And that brings me to this thing that I want us to tackle. What are we being busy about? So shout out uh, to Farnham Street uh, for writing two different articles, one recently and one in the recent past, uh, that helped me encapsulate a little bit more, and I, I hope more succinctly, of what the point is for today's podcast. And that is not only looking at what we are busy about, but the whole idea of movement and the idea of what's driving our our movements and what are we trying to accomplish. And because of my recent, you know, excursion to the grocery store and all of that, I found that I, I moved a little more intentional I certainly drove more intentional. I, I, I didn't feel the need to press the gas pedal so much to get to where I was going. I didn't feel that that urgency that I normally feel about just get there as fast as possible. And it was different, but it was very enjoyable. And it helped me to understand a little bit more of possibly why I've been entertaining this need to be busy and the guilt associated with it. And so I want to I want to start off by uh, mentioning a uh, famous quote by Thoreau, Henry Thoreau, and that is, he said, "It's not enough to be busy. So are the ants. The question is, what are we busy about?" And busyness in the context of uh, how I'm approaching it today is for the purpose of having a goal. And I have started to realize that even if you look at the mascots for busy, bees, they are busy not because they just want to be moving to allay some guilt or think that they're achieving something. They're busy being pollinators and doing their part and uh, moving because there is a purpose and a reason. And I was like, why is it that we, of all the parts of the ecological system, we have the most crap, we have the most uh, erroneous wiring and I wanted to I wanted to take a look at what it meant for me to get back in order, get back into the gifts that can be bestowed when you have opportunity to get in touch with those parts of you that you don't necessarily get in touch with. And that was, you know, what are the lessons that have been learned for me uh, 
during a time of stillness and a time of getting to uh, evaluate who I am, what I do, what moves me, uh, what I naturally tend to do unprovoked in a time of quiet, still reflection. You know, most people would say, oh, I want to go away to retreat and I want to do this and do that. Well, you've been able to do it (laughs) whether you wanted to or not. And so there are gifts that have been bestowed on you that you can revisit. And what I came away was is, you know, being a busybody just for the sake of business has been one of those factors that I have, I think, always been duped by. And The problem with that is, is that I was convincing myself that it was always better to do something than nothing. That if I could prove all the stuff I was doing, then I was going to uh, achieve what I wanted. Now, the reason why I I mentioned Farnham Street is because in um, an article in The Mental Models, and I I love their mental models, they were talking about uh, human nature and judgment. And this particular uh, portion um, was about the do something syndrome. And I was so convicted as I was looking over this mental model for the do something syndrome. And the reason why is because of this little part that... uh, that they said, they, they talked about how it is that we trick ourselves into doing a lot of preparation work. So an example they gave, and I found myself laughing, an example they gave was when you have this do something syndrome, you say you want to diet. So you know what you do? You gather all this information you need and you start reading and researching about dieting. You read all of the reviews. You read and you love the before and afters. Now, you know, of course, they didn't say all of this, but I'm, I'm talking about it because, you know, I'm there with them. I'm there. And lo and behold, you've been real busy. But guess what you didn't do? You didn't start dieting, but you've been real busy. And I was like, oh, that's me. Convicted, convicted. And I realized today when I was finally out among people, you know, wearing my mask. A lot of people weren't, but I was wearing my mask and going about what I was doing. One of the things I didn't do, um, I love books on audio. And so I have an Audible uh, subscription that I wear out and it's become, my annual is getting ready to renew. I'm going to be excited to get my new credits. Uh, But today I was like, you know what? I am not going to put my headphones on and just, you know, listen to my book while I run my errands. And today I cannot tell you how many people just unsolicited started conversations with me. And, you know, it was good to just get an opportunity to talk, you know, with people just, you know, quickly, not anything in detail, uh, but just to have a conversation that was pleasant and kind. And to take my time. So like I said, I hadn't been to the grocery in a while. So I had a buggy full. And this was the first time that I didn't rush trying to hurry up and get everything on the belt so that others behind me wouldn't be, you know, sucking their teeth and taking in sharp breaths. And I did notice a lot of people like, oh, okay. So she tried about a store. And that, you know, they went to other registers, but I did not Uh, have that constant urge to be busy and hurrying and hurrying and moving. And it helped because first of all, my hand was hurting, you know, my carpal tunnel, but also I was able to really look and see what I had put in my buggy, you know, uh, things that uh, I've 
uh, there were a few things I put back. So I was like, yeah, you don't really need that. You were just, you know, putting that in the buggy to, to, you know, think about it. And I was more in tuned. I was more invested in what was going on. Now, I'm pretty sure everybody is familiar with the now being in the now paying attention and, and, and not bypassing this moment of your life. And yes, that is part of it. But one of the bigger things that I realized was that being busy and being moving is easy for a lot of us. You know what's hard? It's not necessarily hard to not be busy. It's hard to be busy and get results. Let me say that one again. It's not necessarily one or the other, you're busy or you're not. Mm -mm. The goal and the hardest part is to only be busy doing those things that really address the goal of what you're trying to do, really get the results. So for instance, instead of doing all of the busy work, that's nothing more than a pacifier to get prepped for your diet. Instead, make a quick plan, you know, of course, survey, do a little bit, but then get uh, get to uh, the business of doing what gets the results. And that one has been something that I was like, wow, I've caught myself many times uh, over the last few weeks, especially, you know, stopping myself and saying, why are you doing this? You know, why, why are you going down this rabbit hole? Why this has nothing to do with what you said you needed to do for the day. And it's been very arresting because of all the energy that I found that I've been expending and it has been to placate this weird sense of guilt that I'm not working enough for the results I want to get. And this is well beyond distractions and all of that. This is more so a self-seduction, you know, a, a self-hypnotic trance of being seduced by my movements and all of my machinations. And I'm still grappling with it. I wish I could tell you, oh, I've got the victory. No, I'm I'm in the awareness stage of this. But here is where the big wisdom smack starts to come in. And that big wisdom smack comes in here. And I wrote it down because I had remembered it and uh, I had gotten it from, uh, you know, some of my studies in uh, uh, strategy. And this is called, let me make sure I got it. It's called the Elite Soldier's Motto. And shout out to Farnham Street for reminding me that this is it. And this is what it says. The Elite Soldier's Motto is this. In the thick of battle, you will not rise to the level of your expectations, but fall to the level of your training. And the reason why that is really speaking to me in what are you busy about? is the level of your training or my training, our training, is that level of the habit that we make. You know, I was getting placated by being so busy and making excuse for all the results I wasn't getting. I was wondering, well, why does it take me longer to do this and do that? Because I was being enthralled by the puffery of my actions instead of by the results of my goals and my intentions. And I stand here totally convicted. I, 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 I share with you as openly and vulnerably as I can that what I'm busy about was for 
the purpose of feeling like I was busy. Sticking my chest out to say, oh, I got a lot done. A lot of what? <laughs> like Henry Thoreau says, ants are busy, but what are you busy about? What are you getting done? And I am not trying to say that the only time you can have movement is when you're busy. No, I'm not, because I'm actually getting ready to move into a little something to answer that. I just wanted to make sure that I set this up properly uh, so that hopefully you'll get some inspirations and start to look at areas in your life where you might have a little guilt and you might be doing extra movement for the sake of placating and, and, and possibly tricking your mind into thinking that this is what it takes to do what it is I'm trying to do. Or it could be, and I've got a little bit of this, you know, that procrastination where we have a fear of failure, fear of not being perfect when we start to do it. So we try to put in some insurance by studying and, and knowing everything we possibly can from an observable, observable distance before we get in there. We try to learn it every little thing that we can. And it's busy work, but it is not the busy work that produces results. And so because of that, I was like, what makes us think that we should be moving a lot? That, you know, movement equates success. Movement equates progress when it doesn't necessarily do that. And the question came about, with this, and that is human connection, uh, how we connect with people. And like I said, today was my first day back out. And so having some in-person human connection was different uh, because I was, like I said, more aware. I was aware of, of spatial distance. I was aware of the people who were invading my space. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and I was I was just aware of a lot of things. And I had to look at how it is that we entrain ourselves to each other, you know, how we get on each other's vibe, you know, where we can have that symbiotic or simpatico between each other. And it went back to movement. It went back to not just mirroring what someone does where, you know, your mirror uh, neurons of your mind start getting you to, to subconsciously do some of the same things that the other person is doing, uh, which builds connection between you. But it goes even close, even further than that. Um, I saw some little kids in the in the, in the grocery and they were on their aisle and, and they were doing a little cutest little hop and skip dance. And then they grabbed hands and they swung them to side to side while they're doing their little hop skip dance while their mom is shopping. And I looked at it and I even thought I was like, wow, it must be nice to be a little kid, not have to wear these masks and be able to, you know, play with your, your, your sibling and dance in the aisles. And I realized it wasn't at that moment, though. It was after I was like kind of processing and trying to settle back down for what was the wisdom in it. Because I can tell you when I get a wisdom smack about something I see, I know it. I just have to kind of like sometimes uh, settle down to allow it to process and then tell me what it was. And And it was at that moment that I had that wisdom smack that the reason why we want to be busy and we want to be in movement is because it is a way for us to be bonded to our our world, our people, our projects, and 
busyness is is kind of like a dance that we do with a subject or a project. It's kind of like how we introduce ourselves to this new thing we're taking on. I'm telling you guys, I'm I'm I have been working and writing and all the busyness and I'm totally convicted because I've been dancing around the edges and trying to to make friends with and seduce this new piece of uh, work that I've been working on. But it's been a whole bunch of busy because it's been making me feel good instead of doing the results of what I really should be doing with this work. And that is getting to it, plowing through it, ugly as it might be, being willing to look at the raw, unrefined production of my writing, which is hideous, y'all. I'm telling you, it's hideous. But therefore, you know, needing to do that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful because now I am going to rip off the Band-Aid and be willing to look at the ugliness of how I have to start to work on this process. I have been doing the dance, but instead of dancing with the project, I've been dancing for the project to kind of coerce it or trick it into laying itself bare so that I can just come in and do things perfectly. You know, being simpatico, have the perfect tango with me and the project. And that it comes from, we get it honestly, y'all, we really do. It comes from our need to create connections. There's a reason why people love to dance. You know, there's a reason why we march and step and in time with each other. There's a reason why we clap and we jump and we do the wave when we go to large sporting events. It is because of that connection and it is rooted in our ability to move. And it is rooted in our ability to get results through movement. Think about it. When you successfully entrain with someone and, you know, you're, you're, you find yourself mirroring them or swaying in the same, you know, way with them, whether you realize it or not, there's something you're doing. Uh, it could even be moving closer, closing the distance between one another to show more trust and interest in each other. There's still movement. And I am not going to throw out the baby with the bathwater because movement is still needful. Busy movement is sometimes needful. Sometimes you do need to get a little busy work to get you warmed up, but you can't let it overcome your results. You can't let it be what suffices. You can't let it be where you do a whole bunch of busy work day after day, and then you look by and a month is gone and you haven't gotten any results. You've gotten nothing done. That's the part I'm talking about. Yeah, you can have the busy work. You can warm yourself up, but don't let it take over. Don't let it make you lose sight of what is important. Are you getting some kind of progression? And so once I saw those little kids and I processed this and I thought about our need for connection and and dance and bonding, yet again, there was this article today, not the ones that I uh, just referred to that are in their archives, but today that talked about the power of dance and drill. I was like, okay, okay, I get the message now. I see what you're saying. No coincidences. And it it homed in on this little area of muscular bonding. And when they talked about the muscular bonding, they talked about how, uh, they they talked about uh, this um, 
Army Sergeant uh, William H. Neal and how he, uh, I'm sorry, he's a historian, forgive me, and how he wrote his a book back in 1995 about uh, keeping together in time, the dance and drill of, of human history. And he went on to talk about his time in uh, the um, uh, army and how they were stationed somewhere and it was quite boring. And what they would do to pass the time is that w- he said they would march aimlessly about on the drill field, uh, the drill field. Yeah. Uh, just doing their military postures and it had no real meaning, but it did have a meaning because it was busy work, but that busy work had a purpose. And that busy work was to get them together in a connectedness where they grew together as a cohesive unit. And because of that, that is an, a testament to why we sometimes find ourselves doing busy work because there is a social cohesion that we crave and we need in every group that keeps us together. Because if you don't, you're, you'll find that every day you've got to do this little tango just to get to a point where y'all can even start to work. And that's what we tend to do with our lives, with our projects, and with those things that we don't necessarily feel like we have a good grasp on. And so we find ourselves doing busy work to reorganize, Mm -hmm. to reorganize every morning, every day. When we try to tackle it, we do this tangle, we do this busy work, we do more prep work. Uh, (laughs) I, I think about the person who comes and sits at their desk and before they work, they straighten all their pens, uh, they wipe down the counter, they stack all of the papers and the books, and they do all of this. And that takes hour of them futzing around and they look down and now it's time to work and they can't move. They're, they're paralyzed with, with what to do next because this busy work was them trying to find some inroad, some way to trigger a response from the project to let them in to give them, give them a way to go. Have you ever had that happen? You know, I know I have plenty of times. It is hard as a writer to sit down with a blank screen and produce and just write. You know, sometimes, not sometimes, I found that now that I'm convicted, most of the time I've been trying to saddle up to it. You know, even though I might have written something the next yesterday, I'm reading it again and reading it over and reading it over and like, okay, what do I write next? <laughs> you know, those types of things. And it just makes for um a lot of emotions that up into this this moment not this moment but up into this revelation about wis- what wisdom had for me i didn't understand the place of busy work i didn't understand why i was so busy doing i didn't understand uh why i had this guilt and especially because i've had more time to sit and reflect and and slow it down just a wee bit to catch myself and to see who i really am in the quiet still of the day um Let me just put this aside in there. I'm so glad to have had this time to realize that, yeah, I'm on the right path. I actually like what I'm doing. I'm actually doing what it is that I I want to do. And that's a great thing because like I said on another podcast, a lot of people are not getting that luxury. They're waking up to find that they are not the person that they want to be. So hmm, there's that. Uh, But let me just say in these last few minutes that I have with you, Let's make this plain. And that is, what are you being busy about? 
look at it. And for me, what I started doing when I started asking myself this, I'm, you know, thinking about the little ants and stuff. They've got uh, jobs. I found out the other day during Earth Day, loved Earth Day, um, that there are three types of bees. Yeah, bees, busy bees. You have your drones, you have your workers, and you have your queen. And get this, drones are the males and they their task is to copulate with the fertile queen to make more bees. The worker bees are the female bees. Uh-huh, didn't know that. They're the female bees. And they have many tasks. They have tasks of coming, uh, of, of being pollinators to go out and pollinate. They have tasks of uh, bringing in uh, nectars and things and uh producing honey that they that the colony lives off of and of building the combs and all of those um places that the bees inhabit i was like poor worker bees but what i found so uh deep in you know thinking about the bees and how much we rely on them and all this kind of stuff is that at no time does it appear that they don't know what they're supposed to be doing they are moving with purpose and the buzzing sound is because their wings have to fly so fast, uh, you know, to keep them aloft. But they are moving with purpose, intention and impact and they get a lot done. And so what I'm being busy about now is to understand that I'm going to give myself a little leeway. I'm not going to try to not say, don't ever be busy for no purpose. No, I, I'm at this particular time. I'm going to give myself a little warm up. Yeah, I can do my little tango a little bit. But then I am more cognizant than ever that movement does not equate results. Definitive action with a goal in mind creates results. And I'm also going to give myself a break in that I was just trying to find my dance partner, find my way in to connect with whether it be a person, a project, an object, or a thing. And I'm going to tell you, just by reframing it and getting that little wisdom smack, a lot of pressure that I didn't realize I was holding all in my body and my mind is being lifted because now I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to find the right end to uh, work with it. I can I can be still and I can, I can even struggle if I need to with the project or or with the new whatever it is I'm dealing with. But what I'm going to be busy about is I'm going to be busy with understanding that it's okay to find my direction in my stillness and it's okay to find my direction in my movement. But what's not okay is to be moving and thinking I'm doing something when I'm not. The last thing I ever want to do and the last thing I ever want you to do is to lie to yourself. That is not cool. And that's one of the worst predicaments to be in. So with that being said, I do want you to do some evaluation. Look at what you're busy about. Look and see, are you being busy for the sake of results? Are you trying to find your your entrainment, your connection with others? Or are you just a person that just can't sit down and you got the gotta do something syndrome? Whatever it is, be honest with yourself. And with that, guess what? My time is up. Thank you for yours. I will see you tomorrow. Bye.
And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.